coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. And here's the thing. All of this needs to be gotten underneath, right? Because there are many women that I talk to or in my Facebook group who'll say, like, he's a really nice guy. And then they'll tell a story or we'll sort of get into a little more deeply. And I'll say, I'm thinking maybe we need to redefine what a nice guy is, because what you're actually describing is actually not okay. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and this show is for those of you who are in that space that I call relationship limbo, which comes before divorce limbo. So I'm so excited to be here in person. For those of you who are watching us on YouTube, we are here in person in California with my friend, coach, fellow podcaster, relationship whisperer, Kate Anthony. Hi, Kate. <laughs> Hi, Susan. I love that. Relationship whisperer. Well, you really are. I mean, and one of the, we'll talk about this in this episode, but one of the things that I love about your program, you know, this should I stay or should I go program is that you are not pre- destined to believe that everyone needs to end their relationship. Oh my God, no. Right? Thank so, you for saying that. Yeah. I, I am not. And that is a, that's a huge misconception. Yes. So. I think even my friends are like, I can't talk to Kate about my marriage because she's going to tell me to get divorced. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> well, try being a divorce attorney. <laughs> right. Trust me. Right. So I'm used to that. Most people like find out what I do for a living, make the sign of the cross and back away. So right. I got it. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but your, you know, your space in that you know, I always do call it relationship limbo. By the mm -hmm. time they get to me, yes. the divorce attorney, yes. they've been living in relationship limbo for often for years. So years. that's why I think this topic is, is so important. But let me tell people a little bit about yep. you. For those yep. of you who uh, have not heard Kate on uh, my prior podcast, Breaking Free, a Modern Divorce podcast, where she had the number one episode of all time that we ever <laughs> had, um, or her own podcast. Kate has my one of my very favorite podcasts, the critically acclaimed The Divorce Survival Guide podcast. Um, and then she's also the creator of her um, groundbreaking, and it really is, online coaching program, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Although I saw it on your website as, Should I Stay or Should You Go? And I thought that that was actually a pretty interesting <laughs> distinction. Should, huh. <laughs> Wait, I mixed them up? I yeah. gotta go. Well, it's a, I, that's I, a, I think that's a, a mistake. But yeah. I'll, right. <laughs> Well, but it's an interesting, actually, distinction, because I think in, in the divorce space, many people would be like, okay, yes. Yeah. I should stay but, and you should go. I'm staying <laughs> and you're out of here. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, you also, you're in the coaching space, mm -hmm. which um, yes. is a space, as you know, that I'm extremely supportive of and very grateful that there is a growing trend for toward people getting coaching. Now, could yes. that be life coaching? 
Could that be relationship coaching? Could that be divorce coaching? Or as, as you are helping people make up the their mind about whether they should stay or go. So um, in, in addition to your online programs, I know you also work, you were just out here uh, as we were getting ready to tape talking to one of your clients mm -hmm. um, remotely. And so you really are able to help people in a, in a large number of ways. So yeah. I'm really excited to have you here today. I'm it's wonderful. so excited to have you here in Pasadena. I know this, this is, is so for my listeners who don't know, I grew up here. And so it's very, it was, I was driving from L, downtown LA out here to, to Pasadena. And it was just, you know, I, I was like, felt like I was home again. It's, yeah. it's beautiful to be here. So um, it's, it's a, and it's a wonderful experience because we don't often, you tape your show remotely. I tape my show remotely right. and you really do get to know people. We've been talking to each other for quite a while now, yeah. but there's something special about being in the same yeah. space and, and getting to talk. And you and I are going to be together again next month. Yep. Kate is, I just will mention this now and I'll have the information in the show notes. Kate is wonderful. One of the all-star panel of divorce coaches who's going to be at the Southern California Mediation Association's Family Mediation Institute on February 29th, 2020 in Costa Mesa. So I will be seeing you again shortly. Super excited about that. That's super, really excited. I just got news from um, Anne-Marie Cade, the peaceful divorce lawyer in Australia, that she is flying in she for, your, for this event. Yes, she messaged me last night and told me that she was coming. I was like, that's amazing. I, I, I said, you know, if someone is willing to fly 18 hours and she's coming because you and Wendy Sterling and Karen Bigman, the divorciers who was on a prior episode, Wendy and uh, Karen were both uh -huh. on prior episodes of, yep. of Divorce and Beyond. You, you are the three panelists. And Anne-Marie is so excited about the fact that a mediation, family law mediation conference is going to have a panel of you all stars there that she's literally flying 18 hours to come see. It's so incredible. I think that says it's it all. Yeah. Join us. There'll be information in the uh, show notes about the, the conference. But let's get down to this question. You know, is it time to say goodbye or is it time to say let's try? That's kind of how I'm, I'm breaking it. it down. I love, it. I love that. Well, yeah. because it really, mm -hmm. this is... We had this conversation with Gabrielle Hartley and Lindsay Ellison the other yeah. day, two more friends, and it comes down to... You know, there are those marriages or those relationships that break up in the big explosion. Yeah. Right. Yep. Somebody cheats, somebody does something wrong and that, you know, but that's almost in some ways easier. Yeah. Because yes. there's a disruptive moment. Yep. Yep. Uh, yes. Um, and, and, and I, uh, what I would say about those relationships is that there's a disruptive moment in an possibly otherwise maybe healthy maybe there's some things that are not being addressed, right? A disruptive moment is where it becomes more clear cut, right? Yeah. Um, what I see so often, which is deeply distressing to me, I think, is that there is so there is there are relationships that go on with these disruptors constantly, um, where there's chronic infidelity, or there's chronic abuse, or, you know, emotional abuse, and all of these things where where they're just continuing to go on. And that's, that is, uh, that's, like I said, that's a more upsetting to me that I wanna sort of um, dig into why do you think it's okay for you to be treated that way? Why do you accept that? Why are you continuing to put yourself um, in the 
uh, in the line of a line of fire. Yeah. You know, Um, I was sort of like tangent, you know, tangenting off. But um, but really. And, you know, and then there then there are people who are like, well, he's a really nice guy. He's really, he's fine. The, the worst word, <laughs> who in this world ever wants to be described as fine? Fine. But, you know, he's that. fine. I just, I just don't really feel that spark. Or I just, I'm just not, I'm not in love with him anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and here's the thing. All of this needs to be gotten underneath, right? Because there are many women that I talk to or in my Facebook group who'll say, like, he's a really nice guy. And then they'll tell a story or we'll sort of get into a little more deeply. And I'll say, I'm thinking maybe we need to redefine what a nice guy is. Because what you're actually describing is actually not okay and not very nice. Um, Could be abusive, could be just, um, you know, some covert, like, it's not nice. Yeah. You know, Um, so there's there's always more digging and pulling apart to be done in well, these situations. It, it, it's one of those things too. If you're asking the question, there's some reason why, right. you know, should I, should I stay or should I go? Then mm-hmm. there's a reason, yeah. you know, and one of the things that I see as a divorce attorney is that so often clients will stay in the relationship way beyond its expiration date yeah. because it, it's not that bad. But then that almost is a setup for something really bad to happen down the road. It's usually yep. adultery Adul- yes, or right. cheating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think people in a relationship that's not satisfying are, and I, I don't mean just sexually, but yeah. you know, people will eventually find something else. And what you've just set up is the worst possible way to end your marriage yep. by cheating. Yep. So absolutely. Um, at your, that's, I think why your program is for everyone out there who's listening to be thinking about this, like get in there and either fix what's wrong or get out and make that decision. And that's why what I think you're doing is revolutionary and so helpful. Yeah. Um, And then that goes back to what we said earlier. You're not just there to help people exit the relationship. Nope. You also help people fix the relationship or delve into what's wrong and how much that might happen. And also I'm there to help them grow. The The way that we do this is by, you know, we're not looking at the other person in my program. I mean, we are, there's a couple of modules where we are looking at the other person, but really we're looking at you. We're looking at the, in your internal, it's, my program is broken into three parts. Um, There's the internal stuff, right? Your, your makeup, what are your values? Who are you? Yeah. And so many of us don't know. They actually, we actually don't know. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Right. I'm a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a coach. Right. Right. But exactly. who are we? Who are you on the inside? What is, what are your, what is your sort of true north? What is your, you know, what, what are your inner critics saying to you um, about you? A lot. A lot. <laughs> right. All the time. Right. And we all have it, but we don't always listen to it. No, we and, hardly ever do. Yeah. Right. And listening is where we find the power. Right. So, so we're, we want, so th- there's the internal workings. And then the second part is, um, is really like cultural. And this is where I radicalize feminists. <laughs> Where, which is not a bad word. Which is we not a bad word. Earlier. And it is not like, it is not bad. Right. But this is where we look at what is it to be a woman in a marriage? 
in in 2020. Right. What is it to be a woman in the 21st century and to find her own sense of power and strength to actually make her own choices? Why are why are we all conditioned to not put ourselves first, to not choose what's, you know, wonderful and juicy to choose what's safe. What is it? So all of the cultural stuff, right? Which includes being educated on emotional abuse and narcissistic abuse and all of that stuff, because that's all cultural. Yes. That is all cultural. Um, And then the third part is interpersonal communication, right? So it's, or interpersonal relationships, (laughs) right? We don't learn that, right? So, so it's about communication. What is a healthy relationship? What does that look like? Right. And so if all of that sort of reveals to you that like, oh my God, I really have unreasonable expectations of a marriage because I bought the lines that Nicholas Sparks and Walt Disney have been feeding me running for my entire field right? in slow motion. Right. Or every yeah. rom-com that yeah. ends when the guy gets the girl and like doesn't actually talk about what a real relationship is. Right. So you know, maybe that'll help you fix your relationship. Maybe you do have unreasonable expectations of a marriage. Maybe you're not meant to feel that new spark all the time for 20 years. Like, mm, may, probably not. But how do you function? Like, do you share the same values? Do right, really core values, right? Yeah. And there are, there are, so there are ways that all of this work can save your marriage. Learn to communicate. Basic communication skills is actually quite radical for us to learn. It's, it's incredibly, I've told on other shows as a mediator, I have, you know, part of what people have to do in a divorce mediation is sit down either in the same room or in the same online room is Mm -hmm. is the way I do it. Right. But they have to communicate. They have to start forging new communication paths. And one side note, since I started mediating about 10 years ago is I get reconciliations all the time. I get people who, in that process, who start talking to each other, you know, it's not a hundred of them, but I get five or so a year. (gasps) And trust me, as a litigator, almost, I think it happened once in 20 some odd years. Of course not. Yeah. Because your job as a litigator is to stoke that fire and, I know, we saw Marriage Story, right? We all saw Marriage Story. We know exactly what's going (laughs) on Episode to come on that and Mm. what I have to say about that. Oh, yeah, I know. I have to to do one, too. Oh, I'm not not a fan. But anyway, we... (laughs) We will talk about that on another show. Maybe we should do that one <laughs> we together. We should do that one together. Well. Yeah, right. Um, but I did, I mean, you know, I was just wondering, you know, are there commonalities? So people come to you, they find you. Kate, you've got to help me. I don't know whether I should stay or should I go or should they go? Um, I like that. <laughs> to fix that. Um, sh- should we work on this? Um, so is are there any commonalities that you see among the people who get to you? Is there, you know, is have a long number of years passed? Have they been living in that limbo? I mean, mm-hmm. what do you see anecdotally in your practice? Well, anecdotally in my practice, in my Facebook group yes. in particular, um, I see a lot of disempowered women. Yeah, I see a lot, of, and I, that is not a criticism um, at all. But I see a lot of women who have been bought, uh, who have been, you know, sold this bill of goods about, you know, what a woman is supposed to be, what a wife is supposed to be. Um, They're very subservient. There's a lot of um, some toxic aggression uh, in their marriage with their husbands Um, and women who actually don't know that they are allowed to be happy, that they are allowed 
that that marriage doesn't have to be an oppressive. <laughs> yes. It can actually be amazing. How about a partnership? How about a partnership? Yeah. And so many of us, we don't know how to create partnerships. Yes. Um, we're choosing from a broken place. Um, we have to heal the broken places in us in order to make the right choices moving forward today and in the future. Um, and this is why the divorce rate for second and third marriages is so much higher than for first marriages because we're not doing that work. We're just changing out the partner. Yeah. And so, I mean, really the commonality is, is women uh, in need of empowerment and in need of these tools to strengthen them and um, stand on their own two feet as as power as powerful women. Women are so powerful, right? So yes. powerful, and we don't know it. And you know, I think the more disempowered we are, probably the more powerful we are because the more we disrupt the status quo, and the more we need to be put in our place. Yes, by. Disruptors are not always very popular in society. No, so, they are not. Yeah, especially, no. you know, especially when we are bucking the norms yes. when we are. And there's still, you know, and I think this is a lot of where the stigma of divorce grows, uh, you know, grows out of is that it's, you know, there's it's still very much in our society perceived as a failure, mm -hmm. as a moral, you know, failing to live up to society's expectations. What's wrong with you? You couldn't make your marriage work. Right. And it was interesting. I was just interviewing Daya Carr mm -hmm. um, and we were talking about being able to find that space within where you can look at the relationship, the marriage when it ends as it was what it was. It was what I needed or it fulfilled something at the time, but it's, no longer what I need. Yep. And that doesn't need to be bad. Oh, it's great. Exactly. I mean, every relationship is a learning and growth opportunity, right? And so my, my ex-husband, you know, we had a, I always say that we had the most awful divorce, uh, most awful marriage, marriage. ever, right? Yes. And the most great phenomenal divorce. divorce. We had a fantastic divorce. <laughs> and we are great <laughs> friends. I know it's weird. It's weird. Our mediators were like, I don't, why are you guys laughing? Why are we having so much fun? <laughs> yeah. um, but we really did. And, you know, our relationship now is a testament to how, um, how that's, that is true, that he was, we were both learning and growth opportunities for each other. I do not consider my marriage to have been a failure. We produced a fantastic kid who we lovingly co-parent together. And as far as I'm concerned, that is a win. It is also a win that neither one of us is continuing to live in a marriage that was miserable for right. both of us. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that was one of the defining moments for me when I when I finally decided to go um, was that I recognized that we, we brought out the worst in each other and that neither one of us was happy. And that while I was sort of, you know, I could say I'm the victim of emotional abuse and all of that, which I was at the end of the day. I was also keeping him from being someone with someone that he actually wanted to be with. He didn't want to be with me. Right. I say that all the time. You are not going to find the person that you were meant to be with if you're with the person you're not meant to be with. Exactly. Or exactly. if you do, that's going to be a whole, that's that adultery then you're, thing we were talking then, about earlier. Right, then there's a whole other set so, of complications. Right. 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 Exactly. I'd like to take a moment now to talk to my mediation colleagues. 
Many of you are intrigued when you find out that I have a fully online mediation practice. And when you hear that my overhead is under $100 a month, you definitely want to know more. Because of all the interest, I have created my online mediation training program that helps you to add an online platform to your practice quickly and easily. The hottest trend in mediation right now is online mediation, and you can be online too. In the program, you're going to learn the basics of conducting your mediations through an online platform and the practical and ethical considerations that you need to know. I conduct the personalized one-on-one -on -one trainings and group trainings online at your convenience, and I even hold special reduced-price webinars periodically. So go to learntomediateonline.com to find out more. And for those who mention the podcast, you'll receive $50 off the cost of the one-on-one -on -one training. I look forward to seeing you online soon. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, Kate Anthony, on Is It Time to Say Goodbye or Time to Say Let's Try? If anyone is asking you to go to therapy, it's because there's a problem now and that when it's too late, it's going to be too late. Yes. So, so if anyone is asking you to go to therapy, go. Yeah, go. If you are enjoying this episode, check out our special two-part episode, Magic Words to Get What You Want from a Narcissist, with best-selling author Lindsay Ellison. These magic words and phrases are not foolproof, but they're designed to help you disengage and to neutralize the power struggle. And once you can do that, now you're in charge. Now you're in control. Now we return to today's show. Yes. You know, and I noticed I was reading, you know, through your materials again last night and it just refreshed my memory. You and your ex, you went through group couples therapy, individual couples therapy. You each had your own separate therapist and you were both longtime members of 12 step programs. You guys like gave it every shot. It was a lot of work being done. <laughs> but, but I wonder, I'd love your perspective. Do you feel like the fact that you did try everything then when you pulled the plug, I'll call it, or decided yep. it was time to go. Did that help you? 100%. Right? 100%. Everything that we did to try to save our marriage that did not work went to save our divorce. That's like, there's the <laughs> quote, people. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. Literally, because we were able to communicate so well that our mediators were like, how, wait, what? How are you? What? How are you able to do this? And it was like, well, and my ex even said it. He goes, man, we tried so hard to save our marriage. By God, we're going to save this divorce. And we did. I, I mean, that's such an incredible statement. And I am the mediator who's usually yeah. sitting in there in the room. Yeah. Uh, having to step outside my role as a mediator and step into my role as a referee. Like, yeah. okay, let's all just, you know, calm down, take a moment. And a lot of what I do is try to help people forge new communication paths. So having this unicorn couple come in who already <laughs> know how to c communicate, I know you two must have been an utter shock for your uh, We really mediators. were. We really, really were were and they still talk about it and they <laughs> I wonder if they'll be at the conference it'll be really funny oh, um, well, you'll have to introduce me they, I will I will I mean they really they really really do and and it they, it was a shock and and it was and it, it was everything 
It was everything. And not only that, but we also were able to put our marriage to rest knowing we had tried everything, knowing we really had. Yes. There's, there was never a like, what if we, or, oh God, we never like, no. (laughs) And that's actually a very important point. My current husband had been married before we got, we met and I was married before we met. And so friends, you know, they know I'm a divorce attorney, but my husband also gets people who are in relationship issues, knowing he was divorced, knowing he's married to a divorce attorney. He gets people asking him questions. Mm -hmm. And he once told me his advice to everyone if they ask about, you know, should I get divorced? He's like, do everything you can to try and save the relationship. And then if it doesn't work, at least you'll know you tried. Yes, absolutely. And I do think there's a a power in that. There is a lot of power in that. And there's one thing that I will say about that that um, that is important, which is that one of the themes that I see, recurring themes that I see, is a lot of women who have been begging their husbands to go to therapy with them for years and years and years yes. and their husband's saying no. And then when they finally say, well, I can't like, I, then I'm done. Then they're like, Oh wait, 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 yep. oh, wait. And, and it, it's too late at that point. It's too late. Right. So if, if anyone is asking you to go to therapy, it's because there's a problem now and that when it's too late, it's going to be too late. Yeah. So, so if anyone is asking you to go to therapy, go, yeah, go. And I hear that quite a bit from clients where they say, you know, I've been asking for years to go to therapy or I told her I would go to therapy or I told them I would go to therapy now and, and it, but they won't go. And it turns out that they'd been asked to go to therapy for a number of years right? and people will resist it. Therapy's hard. Dealing with all yep. of this is hard. It is. Um, you know, our day-to-day lives are busy and, and stressful, and we have a lot going on anyway. But if you completely ignore it, it's not going to get better on its own. So you're, I, 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 I would stress what you just said. If someone is asking you to go to therapy, there's a gift in that. Mm-hmm. They're telling yep. you a few things, right? There's communication in that. Yep. They're telling you something's wrong. Yeah. And they're telling you they're willing to try and fix it. Yes. So that's a gift. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And meet them on the playing field and go. And if it doesn't work. And if you're the person who's continually asking and continually asking um, and you feel like you're approaching the finish line, be clear about that. Yep. Be clear about that. Like, I'm asking you to go for a reason and 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 I feel like I'm getting to the end of my rope and if you don't go I'm concerned for what's going to happen next be honest about it yeah, and if they still don't go then you're there's nothing you can do you cannot I do not think that you can solve a relationship without some kind of therapy and couples work like I you can't solve the problems in a relationship without both of you doing the work. Right, well, it's kind of like the mediation paradigm too, right? Like right. Most people cannot sit down at the kitchen table and work through the issues of a divorce on their own. They need a third party facilitator to help them have those conversations. Right. Same thing in a relationship that's having issues. Right. You need a third party neutral to help you work through those things. It's just whether it be, you know, there's different places to go for help, um, but you can't make the other person go. Nope. You, the only person you can control is yourself. And so, you know, going and talking to someone like you, getting some insight into 
what's working for you and what's not working for you and what you might be able to do to try and help that because the power lies with you ultimately. Yep, absolutely. You, I, so many people will say, well, he won't go to therapy or she wouldn't work on it with me. Well, you stayed and you're yep. not doing anything. Right. Exactly. You know, so for, so you, people are, they come to you, you talk to them and they decide it's time to go. Mm -hmm. It is, that's the decision. So you don't just set them off out the door and tell them, you know, oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 so, right. Then they have to have the most difficult conversation of their lives, yes. right? I mean, that, and, and do it in a way, I mean, I talk about this all the time. I just actually wrote an article um, for Thrive Global about, you know, there are right ways to tell your spouse that you want a divorce and there are wrong ways to oh, do that. Interesting. I want to read that. Yeah. 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 Be, uh -huh. Well, because how you start your divorce has a lot to do with how it's going to go and how you're going to co-parent after. So yes, what are a few tips you, you give your, your clients when they, when they come to the realization? Well, for having this conversation, what I have them do, I actually have a whole, um, thing, a whole sort of worksheet and, and, um, audios and stuff about this. But what I have them do is, um, decide sort of what their, what their narrative is and make sure they stick to it. In that first conversation, the first conversation should be about one thing and one thing only, which is imparting this piece of information. Yeah. The first conversation is not where you figure out where who's going to live somewhere else and who gets what, who gets what and what's going to happen to the children. Like the first conversation is lit because you have to also remember that probably you are prepared for this. The other person is not prepared. This is a shock. And they're going to want to fight. They're going to da, 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 like, right. And so you want to just continue to come back to your narrative. I under, I know you're angry. I know you're upset. We have a lot of things that we are, that we have to work through, um, and that we're going to have to, um, figure out now's not the time. Now I just want to make sure that we're come to a clear understanding that this, that this marriage is over and that, and that, and I want you to know that it is my commitment that we do this in the best way possible in service of our children. I love that. Right. And like, by the way, who says no to that? <laughs> I mean, if, many people in their actions later on will say no, but when you, when you make that the priority of the first conversation, like mm -hmm. this isn't working anymore. Um, our marriage is over. I want, you know, I want a divorce and I want for us to commit to doing this in the best way possible in service of our children. Um, and then he goes like, well, if you wanted to know what was best for our children, you know, if you're really committed you to what's best for our children, you wouldn't be leaving anyway. I know this is really hard. I know it's a lot for you to process. Um, and I really, uh, I want, I want to give you the, as much time as you need to be able to process this information. Um, and, and it, I, I often say <laughs> that this conversation is like having a conversation with a tantruming toddler, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and not, not to be, um, you know, condescending to your, to your spouse, but really it's like, it's like when you're, when your toddler is throwing a temper tantrum and they don't want to put on their shoes and they don't want to go to store, but you still have to go to the store, right? You're, you empathize, right? We're all taught in nonviolent communication, right? I, you know, I, I know that you're really frustrated and you want to keep playing with your toy and it's time to put your shoes on and we need to go to the store. And yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know it's hard. I know transitions are really hard for you. And I know you want to play with your toy and we can come back to your toy later. And right now we really have to go to the store. Right. right. And like, you just keep coming back to the point, which is we have to go to the store. 
And that's exactly what the framework of this conversation is. I know that you're upset. You use empathy, you use gratitude. You know, I am so grateful for the fact that we, you know, have the resources that we have, that we're going to be able to do this well, or I'm so grateful to you for being the kind of father that you are. I'm so, and I, and I know this is really hard and I know we worked so hard on this and I can no longer continue in this marriage. Right. And you, it's just, and it's a rinse and repeat. Yes. And he's going to be like, well, what about the house? And what about this? And what about this? And we have a lot of decisions to make. I know we have a lot of decisions to make, and I trust that we're going to be able to do those really well together when we're not in the heat of these emotions. So let's just take the time to process th this from an emotional standpoint. Right. And we can make all those decisions later on. And you can. I mean, that's... And you can't. Right. There are a myriad of ways. And I think, you know, in that, what, I'm, uh, what I hear and what struck me and what you just said is we talked earlier about trying everything that you possibly can to fix the marriage or fix the communication or fix the issues. And then if it, that doesn't work, at least you know you tried. Here, mm -hmm. in this particular instance, following what you just said, starting this process of unraveling, of reforming your family in a respectful and kind manner as, yeah. as best you can. You also in doing that are always going to know that you, you tried to start it on the best footing possible, whether or not that's how it plays out. Sometimes you don't have the control over how the other person you know, handles and processes the information, but so important to start it on that footing yes. and try to stay on that footing. And I have had clients whose spouses have no you know, personal development experience. They've never been in therapy. They have no communication skills. Uh, one of them, he packed up his first marriage. He left by packing up in the middle of the night. Oh. And, and she was able to control the narrative so much that he didn't have anywhere to go. Like he kept wanting to lash out and be mad and, and stomp and hate her and all of that. And, she just didn't let him. And Even she was like, nothing I, to work yeah, with, nothing to work with. She's like, I know you're angry. I know you're angry. I'm so sorry that you're so angry. And I care about you so much. And I want to make sure that we, until finally he was like, he just gave up. He was like, okay. Like, and it, and it, it really is so many of us, you know, we don't have a lot of models for this. No. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin, God love them. They, you know, they, they were we the hope first. they had the, the conscious uncoupling we, that they say that they, they say had. they do. We don't know, but right. you know, what I, what I know is that they were the first ones who came out publicly and did this in a way that was different from anything else that we ever saw splashed across yeah, the tablet. And got a whole raft of shit for it. Got so. a whole raft of shit for it. Exactly. exactly. Right. Exactly. And like, and why? And why? Because, well, I mean, because because goop, but yes. besides that, um, <laughs> that was, but they that also was goop. Yes. That was people were just not, and I, I hope it's the dialogue is changing even in this short amount of time since yes. their divorce. Yeah. Um, but yes, they, I think it is. I think I we're, we're, we're having these conversations that were not had before. No, I think that's so important. And you know, I remember my in-laws, like nobody they knew ever got divorced unless it was just awful and nasty. And they were sort of trying to make it awful and nasty and vilifying me. They love me. My in-laws, love me and my former in-laws yes and they love me and they were trying to make it nasty and they were trying to vilify me and my ex was like what are you doing <laughs> like, stop this is yeah. not we're not doing it this way but people don't know where to put it no 
And so well, they do know where to put it. That's the problem. They, they want to do. put There's it only in that one societal shoebox that says divorce is horrible. Someone has failed or both of you have yep. failed. Yep. Someone has to be the bad guy. Yep. And they Abs- want to shoehorn you. Exactly. I don't even use that. You know, this is a very, you know, there's even there's podcast name. I don't use the term divorce sucks. People yeah. talk about like, oh, my God, divorce sucks. And it's like, I, actually, it doesn't have to. I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there. Yeah, you perpetuated. Know. I, well, even I Laura don't. Wasser is changing the name of her podcast. Oh, is it, was she? The, she had the divorce. Sucks. Divorce yeah. sucks is her podcast. Was sorry, was her, sorry, Laura. We love you, Laura. Love you, Laura. But she's changing it. And I mean, yeah. I, I apologize. I'll put her new show n- name in the show notes. I can't remember the new, but it's based. It's kind. Of, it was actually I was talking to her about it. It's along the lines of divorce and beyond. It's a po- podcast focused on yeah. life after divorce, yeah. which, as right. we both know, can be so much better. So than living better. in what we what we've been talking about here, relationship limbo, where a relationship is no longer serving us. So, um, I do want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you. We've really only glanced on your program, but that's yeah. what the beauty of this, people, is the program is available online. Yes, uh, it is and all various online. tools mm-hmm. available. So tell people how to find you, how to find your program, yeah. and you had a special offer for people. Yes. So. Um, um, my, um, I have, uh, kateanthony.com is my website. So that's easy enough to find. It's very people. easy to find <laughs> on the homepage. You will find buttons for, to join my Facebook group, which is, I highly recommend this is not Susan your is, average. I'm a member. She's in my Facebook group. I am. She's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, but it is not your average divorce Facebook group. Um, it is, I closely monitor it. There is no X bashing. There is no nastiness. There's no like weird internet people. Um, The hey honey or, you know, no, or just like, or just like being nasty. Like I, I I moderate the Jesus out of this so that it is a very safe place um, to really talk about these sorts of things. Um, And my program is linked on my website obviously. Um, And I think you have a link on your website also for the, um, the there's a quiz there's a quiz there is a quiz there's a should i stay or should i go quiz and if you take that you're going to get tons of information it it comes with an email series afterwards based on your results you will get the information that you need um to help you through whatever whatever your current situation is yes so i highly recommend taking the quiz and last but not least the divorce survival guide podcast is available on all major podcast uh outlets and I am going to be an upcoming guest on Kate's yes. show. I'm very excited for and that. And she's already been a, she's been a guest. She's yes. been a past guest and future guest. It's yes. It's going to be all kinds of exciting. So Yay. thank you so much for citing this and I'm oh so glad we God. got to do I this adore in you. person. I am too. Thank you to all of you out there in podcast land and check kateanthony.com. See you soon. Thanks, Kate. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Thank you.